0: This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by GoGo's Bootcamp. Are you a real estate agent looking for the best social media training program on the planet? GoGo Bethke is considered the top Instagram realtor in the country and her step-by-step training program will take your social media game to the next level. She's so confident, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. Keeping It Real listeners receive a special discount so please visit gogopodcast.com. That's G-O-G-O podcast.com for your special discount. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're gonna be speaking with Aubrey LaRue. Before we get to Aubrey, a couple of quick announcements. First, we have a brand new series with partnered with Facebook. Facebook has a real estate group, and they're gonna be coming on every single month to talk about the various tools they have for real estate professionals. So we have our first episode up. You can find that on our our website, keepingitrealpod.com, or just scroll through your app, um, your podcast app and you should see that episode. It's a few behind uh, this current one. And also, please always remember to tell a friend. The best way you can support our show is to tell other real estate agents about it and so that they can learn from top producers like Aubrey that we're going to be interviewing in just a moment. So send them a link to our website. Again, that's keepingitrealpod.com. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash keeping it real pod and it always and as always thank you for continuing to listen support our show and send us your suggestions about who we should be interviewing we're now interviewing people from all over the country so if there's a top producer in your area that we don't know or we haven't had on the show let us know and we'll schedule an interview with them uh, so thanks again and now on to our interview with Aubrey LaRue Okay, today on the show we have Aubrey LaRue from Frank Trimble Homes, Keller Williams, uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, let me tell you a little bit about Aubrey. Uh, after moving from Florida to Chattanooga, Tennessee in 2013, Aubrey fell in love with the community and the people who call Chattanooga home. And that is what sparked her interest in real estate, uh, being able to connect the people she has come to love with the town she loves. Uh, now, the core of her business is beyond contracts and transactions. It's all about connecting creating and fostering a community. Um, Aubrey's been in business for, for several years. Now, I think it was her fourth year. And she just recently was awarded the top, uh, actually 30 under 30, which is the, the, the top 30 agents <laughs> under the age of 30 uh, of, uh, by the National Association of Realtors. This is a very, very big deal award. Um, so please. Oh, and everyone who is listening, please follow Aubrey. You can find her on Facebook search for Aubrey (laughs) LaRue and also on Instagram, which is Aubrey R LaRue. So A-U-B-R-E-Y-R-L-A-R-U-E. So find her on Instagram. Aubrey, thank you so much for being part of our show.
1: Yeah, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, the pleasure is ours. I am really <laughs> excited to 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 talk with you because you are relatively new to the industry. You're yeah. doing an incredible amount of production um, at a very very quick pace. So I know um, your your history in the industry is is relatively short, but I still would love to hear about how you got into the business. You know what what prompted it. Um, sure, and, and you know tell us that story.
1: Well, I fell into it um, <laughs> completely by mistake. But once I did, it was like, uh, duh, how did I think of this before? Um, So I grew up in Florida, um, got my undergrad in advertising. So then I moved to Chattanooga for a job doing marketing and advertising stuff. And then I think my second year living here, I've been here about seven now, but my second year living here, um, I got a, a director of marketing position at a real estate development firm. So I was in charge of all the marketing and advertising website stuff. Um, and so the longer I was in that, and the more I was in the real estate realm, granted it was commercial development. So different what I'm doing now, I really took a liking to that. And then eventually started doing that within the company. Um, and then while I was there, got my real estate license really wanting to do development, like my own developments and being able to broker deals sure. that way. Um, but then again, that's a whole nother story, but that firm ended up not being a great company to work for. Um, sure. And so I had my license and I had, with, you know, I've created a really good group of friends here. Like we're super tight in it. And they kind of were like, I mean, you need to be doing real estate, like residential full time. Like, why haven't you done this yet? But it's scary, you know, going from a salaried job, yes, to commission only. And I'm not from here, so it's not like I have, you know, my mom's sisters, kids, and their friends that will automatically buy and sell with me, you know. So, but I just kind of made that leap, um, and yeah, best decision I ever made, and scariest. <laughs>
0: Well, those two things are all always the same, right? So scary is, is almost always good yes. when it comes to big decisions like that because right. it usually means you're on the right track because if it isn't scary, it's probably maybe not that exciting. And it's also- exactly. The the upside is going to be limited, right? Um, yep. so the idea of, of doing this now. I'm very interested to know because the commercial world and residential world for many, many brokers, many real by the way, when I say brokers, of course, every state calls realtors different things. A so Million I'll, different
1: names, yeah.
0: Million different names. So I'll try to stay with realtor just to make sure <laughs> I'm not confusing any of our listeners who don't have brokers in their state. But um, but but anyway, you made the switch from commercial. To residential, which is a big shift. Those, those two worlds are very different. And obviously um, the commercial world's just, just a whole other animal. Um, But, but, but yeah, but everyone has to live somewhere. Right. So I guess the residential side uh, certainly can be a lot more predictable.
1: Yeah, it is. And I think just for my personality, um, residential makes, not that I won't do commercial because I actually and very interested in development and things because chattanooga is such a growing town right now yeah um but i don't think i'll ever give up residential just because um and i'll get in this in a little bit but it's like how i made some of my friends It's how i really got involved and in, um creating neighborhoods and and community and you know making good neighbors
0: yeah let's talk about this so you basically moved to chattanooga you know, you've been there for for seven or or, or, or years mm-hmm. or so. However, um, it's still you know that you're still new to the area to some degree, yeah. and and so when when you started, um, you really didn't have a big sphere of influence. I had so,
1: a I had a zero <laughs> sphere of influence. Zero.
0: I love it. So how did you actually start? What what were the? Because we have a lot of people who are listening who are probably like. Uh, you know, wondering how did you start your business? They're wondering the same thing. Maybe they don't have a large sphere of influence either. So, you know, what worked for you?
1: Right. So, um, again, without knowing anyone, I kind of just had to figure out how to <laughs> make friends, you know, in a city. And it's making friends and community as an adult is not easy. Yes, you think like high school is the hardest yes. time of your life, but honestly, your <laughs> early 20s, yeah. they were really, Hard and nerve wracking because you're finally on your own. I'm in a new state. I don't have family here. Like, it was, you know, really nerve wracking. But um, I, I went to um, a Young Professionals Association like happy sure. hour, and I'm like, yeah. all right, booze it up a little bit to <laughs> so I'm not so nervous. And that's really where it all started. Um, just it was a networking event, but it's it was it's really laid back. Um, It's really just a bunch of people um, getting to know each other. Um, Some are looking for new job opportunities. Some people are looking to hire new people. And some people like me are like, will you be my friend, please? Because I don't know anyone and I need friends. Right. (laughs) So that is how it really spurred because from there, I met some really great people who then introduced me to more great people and then so on and so on. And then I became kind of an ambassador, um, for new people coming into the city. And I eventually, um, and I'm still on the board for, um, YP Chattanooga. So, cause it was so great having that when I was new, that I want to make sure other new people or even people that have been here, but haven't quite found their footing or their niche, or maybe thinking of a career change, like I want to be that person to them, like I had, because otherwise I would not be here and doing what I'm doing.
0: Yeah, that's a gr- really a great suggestion too for everyone listening. So she's talking about what what's called YP, young professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty much all over the country, but there are yeah. all sorts of different uh, you know groups. If that one doesn't exist in your local area, oh yeah, def- there's def- definitely for looking. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a great way to get involved. And and especially too, you know, that's a very interesting, you know, we've done almost 200 episodes and I have yet to really have anybody uh, say that exact story, which is like, hey, I got involved to really, you know, network and, and, and meet people myself. But then as I started to develop my career, I wanted to give back. And, and also, you know, it, obviously, it's going to help your business indirectly. Uh, right. But this idea of being getting involved, being on the, you know, being in, involved with the leadership there, um, right. and, so, and, and, you know, giving your time and energy. And then also, um, you know, just, I'm sure, I'm sure like a good chunk of your clients when you first started, is that really where they came from?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, and it's funny because I'm like, did I meet them through YP? Because they became now they're just this- your friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, I'll shout out Josh Crop, um, one of my best friends, also one of my biggest advocates, um, out there. He and his wife Natalie, and he's really the one that he, you know, he's born and bred Chattanooga. And he knows every single person, and so he really. Like when, when I first met him at YP, cause he hadn't been involved for years, he's actually now the current president. Um, and he introduced me to like every person he knew. Um, and so he, and my whole group of friends that I've met through him kind of started, um, word of mouth getting referrals. Um, yeah, it's, and it's funny because I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't, I met them in a networking event, but it feels weird now because they're like yeah. family to me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 how it seems to work for a lot of brokers. Is their clients end up becoming their friends, a lot of them, and they end up
1: celebrating
0: with them at the various life events, and and um, yeah,
1: absolutely. It's um, it's funny. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's it's weird to think how it all kind of stemmed from that. But you know, we're each other's biggest advocates, and you know, I was in their wedding, and they just had twins, and I'm about to go over there and bring them dinner and things like that. So. It is really cool to have people that you care about and care about you and building a business that way and of trust.
0: Yeah, it it that's it. And you know, you've had some really really impressive numbers, uh, even Thanks. you know, in your in your short uh, tenure as a real estate agent. Although it's it's certainly becoming uh, becoming longer. Um, but you've you've done oh you did what over twenty million uh, something like that in in the last year or so. Um,
1: well, the last two Just, years, about ten ten million for the last two years, um, yeah. which is then,
0: insa- which is incredible for somebody three to four years in. That's an incredible yeah, amount of production. So
1: I think hope oh, I think I'm scheduled to do twelve ish this year, twelve thirteen.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. Have you found that um, that the pandemic uh, did it slow your business or no? Did yes, okay. I don't
1: know what's happening. <laughs> i have never been busier talk to all of my friends i mean yeah i'm um, again i'm running i'm running on coffee um it's been it's been amazing um i mean super low rates help i mean i'm even buying another house right now so
0: yeah. now's the time
1: <laughs> now's the time and so um hopefully that also makes my clients feel better like is it now a good time i'm like well i'm actually buying another house so if I'm doing it you should trust that I'm you know making a good informed decision um but yeah it's it's been really crazy but we have the lowest inventory we've ever had right now it even dipped into the 1500 mark earlier today and so like our typical low inventory is around oh, there's my dog chicken by the way yeah yeah <laughs> um you know, around 2,000, 2,100, 2,200 homes. That's typical low inventory. And we're in the low 1600s right now. So it's multiple offer everything, which I mean, you in Chicago, I'm sure you're used to that. And
0: right so because- now our, yeah, our inventory is really low as well. So it's all multiple offer situations and, um, great time to be a seller, Uh difficult yeah. time to be a difficult time to be a buyer in a sense, yes. because rates are so low. It's basically, uh, Uh, it's almost like the money's free, free money,
1: yeah.
0: free money. And, uh, and it's just now it's an inventory issue. So what, what a great time to, if you have listings to be able to, um, you know, take advantage of that. Um, I want to talk about, you know, what are some other ways? So you talked about networking, networking really helped jumpstart your business, uh, with young professionals. Um, And and as you started to grow your business, you know, what are other things that you're doing just to either stay engaged with your, with your, so somebody, you know, you help somebody buy or sell a home or rent. um, And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, well, they're probably not going to do anything for seven years or so Um, five to seven years. I don't know what the average time is in in Chattanooga for people to move, Mm -hmm. but um, how do you stay connected with your, with your, you know, sphere of influence that you've built up?
1: So I'm quite the social butterfly, and um it is a joke in my circle that I'm only in real estate, so I can make more friends <laughs> um, <laughs> like we have it's funny uh, my friends and I i mean it's a guilty pleasure, but I'll tell you we we yeah. watch The Bachelor every week. it's so bad okay. that it's good, so don't judge sure, but it's funny there was like a group of Twenty of us in a room watching it. And our husbands also come, even though they claim not to watch. They're like, "Oh boy," stalking in the back, being like, so "What's going <laughs> on?" Um, but it's funny because I mean, do this every week. And one day, someone was like, "How? I, like, how did we all even meet?" And we went in a circle, and every single the person had either done at least one transaction with me, or had referred me, or like someone in their family has. It was all like through real estate, and, and that's when it's like, you just do this to get more friends, but. Um, I'm a very, again, I like to be, um, face to face. So, well, pandemic has obviously changed it, but, Mm. um, I make it a point to have at least two or three coffee or lunches, happy hours a week. Um, just people, yeah, just people in my sphere, um, you know, or friends of friends, you you know, I don't necessarily, it's almost like a blind date friend meeting. Um, but people just that have questions about real estate or, or don't just, you know, to get to know more people. But um, again, we also do events throughout the year with my team does. Um, we were supposed to do a big one, I think like yesterday or something, but obviously yeah. that's not yeah. happening. So, but yeah, I'm really big on one-on-one. Um, obviously I rely on phone calls and emails too, um, but I think the heart of my business is like putting myself in front of people, Um, I mean, it's, I'm really outgoing, so that's not so hard for me, which I know that's not everyone's thing. You know, some people, you don't have to be outgoing to be good in real estate. And I think that's actually, people think you have to be super social and super outgoing to be good at it. But for those listening, you don't, but that's just my shtick. Like I've never met a stranger. Um, but yeah, so, um, in the meantime, during pandemic, we've just been doing like um, Skype happy hours and and things like that with friends and friends of friends. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's. I want to. Dr- I want to circle back around to the. Obviously, right now, you know, not everyone's able to meet face to face. But but right. assuming that we're able to get back there, uh, hopefully soon. Um, I want to drill down on this. So let's say I was your client for two years ago, and mm-hmm. maybe we're not best, best friends, but obviously I had a good experience working with you. You might even call me and say, Hey, I want to take you to coffee. Just see how you're doing. Is that, is that sort of what happens? Okay. And then, so it's not necessarily you saying, Hey DJ, by the way, I need referrals or are you looking to buy or sell a home? It's it's just, let's hang out and catch up. Yes. I Yeah. Because
1: I am so ask everyone on my team. And Cheryl and Frank, if you're watching this, they know that this is me. I was always so afraid of being that girl that people avoided because she's just begging (laughs) for business. Because again, going to young professionals meetings, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of people in sales. And so, I mean, there's some guys that like I would be avoiding because they're like, oh, do you need a security system? And I'm like, right. They have their business
0: card out and ready. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I'm so terrified of. People thinking that I only want to talk to them because of business, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah. And so I've always been so terrified to ask people that. Um, but again, the the longer I'm in it, you, you know, once they know that you're in real estate, like once you're associated, right. it doesn't have to be real estate all the time. You want right. to stay top of mind, but you also you want to provide something of value. And you only asking for business and never providing value it's not going to work. Um, people, honest, people are smart. They're going to see through if you're just money minded and you're not like human conscious. I mean, it's, it's, it's very easy to tell. And so for me as well, um, even if it's someone that like, I'm not asking for coffee, I'll touch base to see, Hey, like you've been in there a couple of years. Are you thinking about doing any renovations or whatever? I've got a great painter. I've got a great contractor, a great plumber. Who do you need? So sharing, right. so we have a spreadsheet um, of like our, our go-to sure. people. Yeah. And so, um, and, and also um, like a lot of my clients, I'm also their clients. So like Josh Kropp right. that I mentioned before, um, I, I've been his realtor, I think three times now, he's also my financial advisor. So right. I also, you know, my clients also provide services for me as well. Um, like my HVAC person was a client of mine. And so I'm also a very big believer of giving business and generating leads through generosity. So,
0: right. So to so see if you have, who needs if- help? Yeah. And if you have a client that's like, Hey, I just left my, my job and I'm, you know, I'm moving to a different job. It might occur to you to say, Hey, if you want to roll over your 401k, I've got, I've got a great guy. He's my financial advisor. He's awesome. And and you're going to connect him. You're going to connect those people.
1: Or if I can, like, I actually had a client um, who during pandemic was very unsure about what was going to happen with their job. So they actually put their home search on pause, but I'm, I still talk to them frequently because I'm, trying to find other opportunities for him. Cause the young professionals association I'm a part of is um, an arm of the chamber of commerce. Right. So I sent, you know, the, the cha- my contact at the chamber, a message saying, Hey, this guy has these qualifications. Is there, do you know of anything? So I'm, I like to, I'm a good connector. Yeah. I'm a matchmaker. That's, and yeah. that's, and that's multifaceted. Yeah. I'm a matchmaker in my business. When i I think I'm really good with figuring out what people truly need and kind of finding that, even if it's not something they necessarily thought about before. Um, and then same thing with people. I like being like, hey, I think your personality will get along with this personality. You should be friends. And then yeah. same thing business wise, like, hey, I think, you know, you have you've gone through eight different painters and they're all horrible. You should have called me. I have all these great people. So here you go, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, no, that's really great. I want to I want to go back to to something uh, also that you said that I think was really really important. It's such a great practical tip. So for everyone listening who's a realtor out there who's thinking, you know, I sold a home to somebody two or three years ago, and I I know they're not moving anytime soon, and I don't want to ask them for business because maybe that feels disingenuous to call yeah. somebody. Uh, and but you just gave a really practically great reason to call somebody. He's like, hey, by the way, you've been in there several years if you are thinking about any sort of, you know, home improvement products, renovation, or maybe right now is a good time to refinance too with totally. rates being so low. I just want to pass some, you know, I'm happy to pass people over to you. I just wanted to check in, see how you guys are doing. Yep. And that's such a great reason to pick up the phone.
1: It uh, is. And it's way less scary because it's not like, gimme, 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 gimme. Right. At the same time, um, I, I also want to tell people to not be afraid to ask for help or for ask for business, because the people that know you, that love you, that trust you want to help you. Just like if you envision yourself, like thinking about it the other way around, like, Hey, uh, my friend that whatever is a contractor, of course I I trust him. of course I want to send him business. So the people that feel that same way about you are going to want to do that. It's just a balance of not only picking up the phone when you're, trying to ask for a referral right and a lot of and a lot i mean there's a lot of training out there that's just like do you have any referrals or do you need to buy sell or invest and like that's so not my style and i'm sure it works for someone but um i'm not
0: sure i'm not sure who that works for i don't
1: know either but i've gone to so (laughs) many different classes and seminars and you know this you know real estate we're big on scripts and some of these scripts i'm like if someone did this to me I would hang up, so don't do that.
0: Yeah, pe- people people want you know uh, somebody who's empathic, who's compassionate, right. who actually cares, and is selfless. And so uh, you typically, I when I first I was a financial advisor many many a million years ago, mm-hmm. and one of the top financial advisors in our office who have been doing it thirty years says, if you have to ask for the business, you're just you're doing it wrong. And 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 you know I always thought oh easy for him to say he's you know he has a huge book of business. But then I saw him at work and he was just so masterful and so good. So obviously you have to have the skill, uh, but then he also right. just just laid it out and said, here's what I do. And if anyone's interested, you know, they can come to me and it, and it worked for him. Now there's nothing wrong with asking for business as well if you can do it in a genuine uh, way. But it, right. th- that is for me, that would be very difficult. Um, yeah.
1: Make. And I think that's why a lot of people um, are really afraid to really jump into the business because they don't know how to communicate because obviously you want business, but yeah, it needs to come from the right place. And yeah, people are just really fearful and they don't know how to open up that conversation without sounding like a bad car salesman.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that, and that's true. Cause it really, nobody wants to work with the, the bad car salesman. In fact, we all, when we all have to go out and buy a car, we all have that, like, I don't really want to deal with a car salesman. Oh, and yeah, and no. some car salesmen are awesome. Certainly there, they really are. I've, I've worked, I've I've bought cars from really great salespeople and then I've had horrible experiences as well. So I can completely understand somebody saying, well, I don't really want to bother my friends and family. It's like, no, I don't think you should bother your friends and family, but those, and and I think you would likely agree with this. Those are going to be your advocates. Those are the people that are going to tell other people about exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, So tell us a little bit more. So so talk a little bit more about what you you do for your clients. Um, I'd love to know, um, you know, what do you think separates you from the probably thousands of other realtors there in the (sighs) the Chattanooga area? Yeah,
1: there are more realtors than there are houses available. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Um, What separates me? I mean, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse when I say this, and maybe it sounds like I'm desperate for friends. But um, I really, once the transaction is done, the relationship doesn't end. Um, and I think that's something really important to remember because your most valuable resource are people that have worked with you and know that you're good at it. And so why not pour into them and be as helpful to them? Um, even if they're not looking to buy another house right away, they're the ones that are going to connect you with the other people. So that's why for me, the face-to-face stuff, um, or just like, dropping off little gifts here or there, um, inviting them to our events. Um, We were planning on this year doing a kind of a different style. Like we created a private Facebook Mm -hmm. and we were gonna start doing like pop-up events. So for like, hey, for all you beer people, we're gonna, from four to seven, we're gonna be at this brewery.
0: And so- I love it. Y'all
1: come on, um, tabs on us. And so things like that, where we're trying to get to know like our sphere of influences on a more personal level. Yeah. Um, And that's why we want to do more frequent, smaller events because the big events that we do, they're super fun, but it's kind of like a wedding where you're getting, you know, pulled from one direction to the other and you're not really getting to have that intentional conversation to further the relationship. So, um, and we're asking them, you know, like what kind of events do you want? What, or, or what things can we do that provide value? Um, and so can I give again, you we, can I
0: give you a great suggestion that, um, yeah. another realtor. So this was, this was so brilliant and simple and done for the right reason. So I want to preface it by saying this was done for absolutely the right reason. Um, so I think most people feel in their life as they get older, they go, you know, I should be giving back more. I should be volunteering, donating time, money, energy to whatever cause somebody's passionate about. But life gets in the way. We have families. We have right. business. We have friends and, and everyone else to see and, and spend time with. And we go, I know I should be doing that, but I probably don't. And My my guess is that the vast majority of, of people think they should be doing more to give back and they can't yet find the time to do it or they haven't prioritized it. And so uh, a great event that I went to years ago, it's actually somebody I interviewed on our show, three or four years ago, she invited me. It was just down the street from where I, I lived, um, where I live to an anti-cruelty event, which is a, a, a shelter for for uh, dogs and cats. And so we'd go there for two hours on a Sunday. You know, We got to tour the facility. We got to make uh, toys for dogs out of uh-huh. t-shirts. And it was really, really fun because number one, most people like you know hanging around uh, animals yeah. but also as you can we see were... my
1: dog that was like right behind me before <laughs> yeah
0: you you have two dogs i have two pets yeah. we're, we're both pet people but most people and most people are animal people not everyone but most unless you're allergic or you don't like animals but most people are so mm-hmm. i thought and, and so i went and spent time with uh, my friend uh, who's a realtor and i had a great time and it was two hours and i was walking out of there and i felt good about myself because yeah. i said i just did something good and I thought, oh, that was actually a really smart idea for a for it. That um, is, isn't it? Because everybody wants to give. You're giving them an opportunity to do it, and it's fun. And so yeah. that's just a, another opportunity for all of our listeners. If you're, I'm going to
1: totally steal that.
0: Yeah, and it does. I don't. I don't know what she if it cost her anything, she bought like a couple right. of pizzas. So, you know, maybe it was 50 bucks out of her pocket maybe. Um, but that was about it. And and so it was, it was such a great, lovely idea. And that I was is. like, I just wanted to share that with everybody. Yep.
1: Stolen. Um, Thank you whoever did that because <laughs> now I'm stealing it. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. And, and also too, this idea of constantly scheduling you know, uh, lunches, coffee, you know, and in this case now maybe doing more virtual right now mm-hmm. until, till things change, but, um, is such a great idea. I'm, I'm thinking back to all the professionals that I employ, uh, my accountant, I have never met. I've never seen her. She's lovely. I, I have no complaints, but you know, she's an example of somebody who I've been working with for 10 years. I don't know what she looks like. I've talked to You've her. You've never I've met her, never met her. Um, and, and, wow. and n- nor do I need to, I mean, I just don't need to, right. but but i'm i would be happy to now if she called me tomorrow and she's she'll never listen to this so i don't want to insinuate she needs to do this cuz that <laughs> uh, i would feel terrible and wouldn't let her do this but if she called me and said hey you've been with me for 10 years i i owe you a coffee or let's just hang out and catch up i would be like great that'd be awesome now i don't expect her to do that and i'm one of i'm sure hundreds of clients she has i'm not that important it's no big deal but as a realtor, you have the opportunity to yeah, make your people part. feel special. Yep. Yeah.
1: I brought my accountant champagne over Christmas or like New Year's.
0: <laughs> well, I well, so so now I have to bring my accountant champagne. So now yeah, I feel so bad. you hear
1: that? This <laughs> accountant. He's yeah. gonna do it <laughs> Yeah. So I love yeah. yeah. So for and also that's another thing we do. So for um Christmas and stuff, um, for the clients that um bought or sold with us that year, we drop off little gifts, which are our list has gotten very long now so I think we're gonna try to think of a way for them to come to us because I physically don't have the time now to go to that many (laughs) houses Yeah, like I'm not Santa Claus but I feel like it
0: yeah and and I imagine (laughs) you know if you did have the time to drop it off you would for everyone because I imagine the um the joy that they they receive is probably just wonderful yeah yeah, and and that's the other thing too is is this industry is is such a face to face or or even virtually face to face. It's better than you know probably a phone call if you're doing Zoom or Skype mm-hmm. um, right now. It's a great great opportunity just to connect with the people that are in your sphere and see how they're doing, especially with all the uncertainty. Um, you know, unemployment is still really really big, and so this is a huge opportunity just to check in on people who might not be as socially active anymore. Right. Um,
1: Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's been really strange, just because you have such a large spectrum of you know people that are not leaving their house at all to the ones that are like, meh, like we're fine, which you know, and I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, so and also like yeah, respecting people and with showings and stuff, it has been more challenging just because we want to follow protocols, we want to respect not just our clients, but you know, the the homes that I'm bringing clients into and things like that. So it's been a crazy time, but it um, it's cool to see how people are adapting.
0: And, and another, yeah, and another reason you can call somebody right now is, I, I think there are so many people that are probably, as we're starting to move away uh, from being so isolated, I think there's a lot of people that are thinking, I need to move into a bigger space. Um, oh. I just- me. Yeah. No, yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, it's true. Because, and I do think that the pandemic will change how businesses run. I think that they're probably going to shut a lot of physical offices down because they've realized well, maybe our team isn't quite as productive when they're working from home. But we now don't have the overhead cost. So it doesn't matter if they're as productive because now we don't have to have physical offices. So I've, it's so funny that you say that because it's truly a, a real thing where people are buying new houses. Um, so they can both parties, if they're, you know, a couple can work from home. Because um, I know my husband and I attempted to work from home together. That did not last very long. Yeah. Love you, Christian. Yeah. But um, <laughs> he's a very loud talker. I'm a moderately loud talker, nightmare situation. Um, And so the next house we have will be better for that.
0: Oh, that, that's basically And we should also reiterate once again that, that Aubrey was the recipient of National Association of Realtors 30 under 30 class of, of 2020, which is they're celebrating uh, 30 individuals under the age of 30 who are doing some really unique and cool things in their business. It's not necessarily who's got the highest production, although some right. of those people have incredible, including yourself, have incredible production. I mean, for doing 10 million within you know three to four years, I guess in your third year, you were doing 10 million. That is yeah an incredible jump, no matter where you, you work and live. Um, But you're also doing a lot of other things. I imagine the, the social connection part of it is, is probably part of the reason why uh, you were selected. Um, But can you tell a little bit about, you know, why you think you were uh, selected? What were some of the things that, that you think that, you know, really got their, their attention?
1: Um, oh gosh, that's a loaded question. Um, because again, like it's, I didn't think in a million years that I would ever get selected just because when you think about nationally, how many agents there are. And then, you know, you see the numbers of some of these people that are in these big cities and it's just, it's insane. I don't know how they physically do it. So I'm like, well, you know, little old me and little old Chattanooga. Um, But um, Cheryl um, on our team, she is like, you need to do this, and I'm like, well, when's the application due? She's like, uh, I don't know, in like 12 hours. I'm like, <laughs> great, um, yeah. She's like our team mom. Um, it's Frank's wife, but she also is the glue to our team. She was our first rock star admin, so she's the one that does make sure all the numbers and our team actually, you know, works. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So when I initially got interviewed, um, I was flabbergasted that I even got the first interview, but I mean, I don't know um, really (laughs) what makes me special. I'm really honored, but I think just that I conveyed that for me, it's such a personal one-on-one experience and that, you know, I told them the bachelor story where it's like my clients have become in, they're in my everyday life. And obviously not every single client is like my new best friend, but I, I think I, at least I hope I make those people Feel that way that I legitimately care about how are they how they're feeling about um, making sure they're feeling good in a new home or selling a home, moving on to another chapter, and that it's not just like a business transaction that I actually care about them and in a, a very real way. And so you know when there's people and it's funny like I um, we had really really bad tornadoes here mm. two months ago, wiped yeah. out part of our city. Um, yeah, it was really, really devastating. So I was checking in on all of my past clients, just making sure that everyone was okay. Like in those areas. And, um, one of my previous clients was like, I can't believe you reached out to me. You sold me a house four years ago. And I'm like, right. Well, of course I'm going to reach out to you. She's like, but how do you even remember me? And it's like, what do you mean? How do I remember you? So you can see that clearly in other industries or whatever experience that they've had, they maybe didn't feel remembered or cared for. Um, so they're not just a number to me. And I really, really live by that.
0: Yeah, I'd say feeling remembered and cared for, it, it, this is a great place to sort of wrap up because that may be the most important thing you could possibly do after the transaction completes is right. make thinking all the time, are my clients, are my past clients right now today, do they feel remembered and cared for by me? And if not, okay, that's an honest place to start. Now, what can I start bringing back into right. the relationship? What right. can I do to reestablish that? And yep. um, and and in your case, you haven't had to do that because you're just constantly doing it. And as a I'm result, tired all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 you're now what in your third or fourth year now? And yeah, what, just
1: how, I just. Uh, I guess July was when I technically got my license, but I really didn't, I really didn't start working until I think September of 2016. So, wow. um, yeah, it's pretty, it's cr- about I mean, four it's, years. In, in some ways it feels like I've been doing it forever. And then in some ways I feel like I just started and I'm just yeah. getting going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, you're obviously having an incredible impact, and um, you know it's so so exciting to talk to somebody who's doing so well. I mean, I, I, I certainly you don't have to give us the number, but is the majority of your business these days from referrals from from either friends, clients, uh, past clients? Is that a good chunk of your business?
1: Yeah, it is now. Yeah, so for mm-hmm. the first um, year and two years, um, it was. I was still really heavily relying on um, leads coming in from our listings or website and things like that. Sure. Um, But even since then, people that initially came in from website and stuff have become part of the inner circle and, you know, produce more referrals that way. But yeah, I'm getting to be way more referral based.
0: Yeah, that's that. That's a huge compliment to obviously how you've grown your business. We are super excited to continue to watch your your progress as you uh, start to dominate the Chattanooga uh, market. Um, so we we want to thank you on behalf of the listeners uh, for this time today. We really got a lot of value out of this. Everyone who listened to this, she just gave at least three or four actionable strategies that you can employ today to have your clients feel more connected and cared for. So if, if nothing else, think about you know how can I better connect with those people who I'm currently working with, who I worked with in the past and who maybe I'll work with in the future. People want to work with people who who care and and, and about them. So it's uh, it, it sometimes can be as simple as that, certainly isn't easy, mm-hmm. but it is, can Great. be as simple. Um, but Aubrey, thank you so much for your time today. I also want to remind everyone to follow you on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, just search for Aubrey LaRue on Facebook and on Instagram, your uh, handle is Aubrey R Larue. We'll post That's links it. to those as well. Um, and we want to thank you for for spending this time. And also, on behalf of the uh, of Aubrey and myself, we want to thank the listeners for continuing yes. to support our show. Uh, please, t- we asked everyone who's listening or watching to do two quick things. One, tell a friend. Think of one other real estate professional that could benefit from hearing this great interview with Aubrey and send them a link to either this particular episode or send them to our website, keepingitrealpod.com. They can find all of our episodes there. And second, uh, follow us on Facebook. Every single day we post uh, an article that we find online specific to help you grow your business. And also we post all of our episodes there too. So facebook.com forward slash keeping it real pottle aubrey thank you so much i uh aubrey did invite me to come to chattanooga she didn't she just yeah. said you should come so no, i took you... that to mean in as invitation hey, i
1: have i have a uh oh, we we'll are see not, the new big house. Sell this property yeah we but we uh, at this house we have um a cottage um that we airbnb so you already got a place <laughs> to stay
0: perfect my <laughs> girlfriend and i will be in route shortly uh, perfect. but thank you Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Um, on, on behalf of all of our listeners and Aubrey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we will see everyone on the next episode. Thanks, Aubrey.
1: Thanks for having me.